off mirrors. There are so many things hanging off mirrors, I don't know how people can see through their windshields. Mirrors and beads and voodoo. There is voodoo paraphernalia hanging off automobile mirrors, and the country is melting down. It's total anarchy. So, what I'm trying to get at is that none of us lasts forever. There's an hourglass. You turn an hourglass upside down and you watch the sand trickle through. Well, in my case, and I'm not trying to pull a tearjerker on you, there's more sand on the bottom than there is on the top. There was a time when there was more sand on the top than on the bottom, and I thought I had unlimited time to do everything. I don't. No one does. What I'm saying to you is, I've just knocked another ball out of Yankee Stadium. It's called Trump's War. What more do I need to prove to myself or anyone else? I began as a writer. Fundamentally, that's what I am. But behind the writer, there's something else. But this is very important for you to know. When I was down and out, I had to go down to the core of my being and reach out to the man upstairs, to put it colloquially, and I had to ask him to save me. It didn't happen like a boom went off or lightning struck or Charlton Heston appeared in my living room with a ticket to heaven. I had to keep asking for it, and it took me twenty years to climb out of that hole. See, God helps those who help themselves. He doesn't give you anything. By reaching out to God, maybe you can help yourselves. I don't always practice what I preach. For example, I occasionally eat high-fat cheese, even though I've written health books. Once a year, I'll eat a hot dog. Twice a year, I'll eat a steak, even though I know it's poison for me. I know it. We all do things we know aren't good for us, but we do them anyway. It's the same spiritually, right? Recently, I was having bad dreams. I can sleep through them. I've learned how to live with that my whole life. It's nothing to me. I can sleep through the worst nightmare on earth. I say to myself, oh, another one. That was great. I can't wait to go to sleep and see where my mind will take me tonight, what horror show awaits me. I'd go to sleep, and it was like nightmare movies every night. I wouldn't wake up, though, because I learned a long time ago that it doesn't really matter if you have nightmares if you sleep through them. It's like a bad movie. I thought, wait a minute, there must be a way for me to deal with this. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. I have appointed thee a prophet unto the nations. Jeremiah 1, 4-5 And Joseph came in unto them in the morning, and saw them, and behold, they were sad. And he asked Pharaoh's officers that were with him in the ward of his master's house, saying, Wherefore look ye so sad today? And they said unto him, We have dreamed a dream, and there is none that can interpret it. And Joseph said unto them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell it me, I pray you. Genesis 40, 6-8 one day, 
I opened an ancient Hebrew prayer book that a very religious man had given me. There's a one-paragraph prayer that I've been reading for a while now. It's called Prayer Before Retiring at Night. Is there magic? If religion doesn't work, it's of no use at all. If religion has no effect on your life, there's no reason to go to church or synagogue. In other words, if it doesn't make you feel better, what good is it? What, are you waiting for the next world? That's a big gamble, my friend. That's a huge gamble to throw away all of life's pleasures on the chance that you're going to be rewarded in the next world. You begin to sound like those who think they're going to get 72 virgins or whatever the number is for killing you. I can't live for the next world. I don't even know if there is a next world. This is the only earth I know of, and this earth is the only heaven that I know of. This is all.